Hello and welcome to all the dads and moms out there for this very special episode of the Fade You Podcast. You are listening to episode 109. It is December 22nd, 2021. You can find us on Twitter at Fade You Sports. So follow us there. Subscribe to the pod. It really helps us out. We're still trying to get sponsored by one of those ball hair trimming companies. Or really anybody. We'll whore ourselves out to any company for uh, any amount of cash. Speaking of whores, Chris Duke is here. How you doing, buddy? Hello, Joe. Thanks for being our host today, baby. Yeah, no problem, man. I'm a little bit nervous, and hopefully I can fill uh, Matt's gigantic shoes. So we'll see what happens. Also, we're joined by Neil, our Indian dad, the bucket boy. Father Joe, what's up? Stepping in like Aaron Rodgers there on uh, Jeopardy. I love it. Oh, God. Let's not get into that. That's going to piss me off because we all know who the best Jeopardy host is. I, I, I boycotted Jeopardy once our dad passed away, so I haven't watched an episode since then. And <laughs> as you can tell, we do have a different host today. I'm, I'm taking in. I'm filling in for Matt. This is Joe. Joe underscore knows underscore 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 on Twitter. So let's get into it, dads. Let's start with the elephant in the room. Our dad, Dan, is a literal god right now. Since December 1st, he is 81 and 59. He's averaging seven and a half plays per day and almost hitting it 58%. It's like 57.9%. This is some legendary shit. Chris, people pay pro cappers thousands of dollars for this kind of action. Do you have any words or thoughts on this run that's not going get to get us canceled by the woke police? Yeah, I don't know. It's unbelievable. Everything he touches is uh, gold right now. We've seen a big run in overs in the bowl games. We've seen, you know, free money with all these teams that are, you know, dismantled by COVID. Uh, he fades the Bears. That's missing their whole defense. He fades the uh, – Chris seems to be cutting out a little bit. So, Neil, is your account as dead as mine fading this motherfucker? Yeah, probably probably pretty close. Um, it's just been one of those God, like every time you take that uncomfortable play, you know, you look at it and be like, "Oh yeah, I this is the side I want to be on." Feel I feel uncomfortable making this one. That's usually the right side. It's like it hasn't mattered at all this year. Like the uncomfortable just makes you. It's it's like getting a hooker probably. Like it's uncomfortable <laughs> to do, and then you feel dirty at the end because you don't even. <laughs> Right. Like, I think that's the best analogy I can give it is that there's nothing positive at the end of any of that. So to the kids out there, don't get hookers. But (laughs) that's actually a great uh, analogy analogy, too, because usually usually when you're placing a fade den, it is uncomfortable. But that's kind of like the allure of it. You're going to place something you would never want. because It's all poop. We're all just fucking waiting in the poop, dude. And at the end, it usually is a good thing. So. You know, maybe you feel good after a a prostitute, but who knows? It's still, it's just right now we're getting the worst of both worlds. It feels like shit placing these bets and it feels like shit after we lose them too. It's like you go to the red light district and you end up with the ugliest one there and like you forget (laughs) to wear protection. Like what the fuck happened here? And and then you get like 
you know, <laughs> the HIV or something. <laughs> supposed to be a good thing, but it's fucked. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. it's been terrible. But like, what do we expect, boys? Like, what what's going on here? Like we said, Chris, the what's the overrun on bowls? It's pretty good right now. Yeah, thank God yeah. he's been firing those. Exactly. <laughs> if he was taking all favorites to overs, because uh, yeah, we got rocked by Liberty the other night and Tulsa on Monday just went three and zero on that, and he hammered the Vikings and they destroyed the Bears. The Bears, of course, we can't even get a extra point to get our push. They got to call the game, so we lose by eight, catching seven. That's just the breaks he's been catching, you know. Yeah, it's been pretty unbelievable. And our boy Bob, Bob the Trend Finder on Twitter, did confirm this is the best run he's been on. And a little bit behind the scenes, uh, Bob's been sending us what can you talk about it briefly, Chris? The CV shit in our chat. Yeah, so he ran a he ran a model where if you raised units uh slightly to like 1.4, 1.7. Uh, and 2.0 once he got into these deep runs you were making a lot more money when you raised slightly rather than just keeping your your unit the same because it, it would take you that much more longer to get back to the positive so if you raise slightly those are the times and right now we're sitting at the best time to raise your unit but he's still still going and humming along winning so it's crazy yeah it seems like this would be the time to buy like the ultimate dip but we're doing that you know we're we're doubling yeah. units we're doing all this shit to try to get back and we're just taking it on the chin twice as bad crazy yesterday looked like we might get like a four and one then somehow of course sdsu sucks out a first half field goal and then Seahawks, we saw that nice call refs, no PI, and then football team, uh, football idiots couldn't get it done. So he he sucks out his two favorites or three favorites on the full game too. So crazy, just been unbelievable. But we'll take a quick break here, and then we'll get to talking about some trends for this weekend for our circuit plays. Some stuff, you know, a little bit den, but you know, I just found some other numbers to support some plays. So we'll talk about those after the break. All right, and we're back here. So I got a couple trends here, boys. I'm going to throw them out to you. They can be a little square. Some are. Other ones a little sharp. I just want your feeling on them. The first one I found is fading Cliff Kingsbury as a home favorite. In his career, he's 4-9 and nine ETS, but he's missing the spread by almost seven points. The Colts are catching one point on the road. They are 1 billion percent a square fucking dog. 60, 67% of the bets, 96% of the money. That's about as square as it can be unless that number flips to a pick or even they become a favorite at some point. What do you guys think? You guys, I mean, are you willing to lay on an obvious square home or a road dog, Christopher? Yeah, what do you think, Neil? I think I saw this uh, open up as uh, cards a slight dog, and then it flipped from plus one to minus one. Definitely, like you said, Matt. I mean, uh, <laughs> Matt, sorry, new, new host, Joseph. Yeah, Joe, just like you said, it is uh, totally I could see all the Colts people thinking the Colts. They're coming off a huge win prime time over the Patriots. Cardinals just got dismantled by the the, the scrappy Lions, if you will. And uh, even though they're a 12 point home dog. So for sure, I lean that way. I absolutely agree with you. Historically, Kingsbury in the end of the season and laying points, no bueno. But uh, I'll lean towards the cards still. I'm still leaning cards, yeah? 
Yeah, and I'm going to agree with Chris on this one. I thought this was going to be a, this was a great buy low spot on the cards. Uh, the Cardinals just do make me a little uncomfortable. Chris mentioned like how they finished out the season last year. They were just you know awful. Um, I'd like to buy low spot on the cards coming off of you know getting dismantled by Jared Goff and his huge cog, but. Um, uh, it's it's an uncomfortable play, but it's that's the side I'll probably be on taking Cardinals. I'm seeing it at Pickham right now. Oh yeah, I was looking at it like an hour ago. It was still Colts plus one. I just I, I, what concerns me is Cliff Kingsbury is supposed to be like this offensive fucking genius, right? Like you know, and he can't even beat the two or one in ten and one Lions like and put up ten points. Like what the fuck is that? So maybe he was just in a you know, an off day, but yeah, I don't hate buying low on, uh, he couldn't even win in Texas tech with Mahomes, So fuck him. Yeah. Right. I, I but he does have a great taste in uh, housing. You guys remember seeing his fucking backyard. <laughs> yeah. 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 Holy shit. Not to mention he looks like Ryan goddamn Reynolds. So wouldn't love, would love to switch places with him, but yeah, so we'll see what happens, man. If we can fade him at home. I mean, Den's going to decide, but we got to we got to make a decision with our circuit contest too. Um, moving on, we got Josh Allen, our California boy. Shout out Fireball, the cent- Fireball, sorry, the Central Valley, as a road dog going into New England. As a road dog, he is nine three and two ATS in his career, and he's beating that spread by an average of six points. We all know Bill Belichick's a totally different animal. Uh, there's a 15% differential towards the Bills as well, plus, you know, payback game for them getting embarrassed on, uh, was that Thursday Night Football or Monday Night Football? Whatever it was, just two weeks ago. You guys, what do you guys think about that one? What do you think, Neil? Yeah, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take the first crack yeah. at it. I thought, I thought this again, Buffalo, right? Because if I remember correctly, when this was in Buffalo, this was two minus two and a half to Buffalo, right? Yep. So this is basically just flipped, right? The home field is just flipped. It, New England's at minus two and a half. So if you're out there, you're saying, you know, your average Joe's going to be out there betting the Pats at home at minus two and a half um, after seeing them will go on the road and win. Uh, I think this this is a a Buffalo. I'm not sure this makes the contest, but I, my lean would be Buffalo in this one. I tend to agree. Um, but I just, I, it, Bill Belichick just scares the living shit out of me, especially with a young ish quarterback, Josh Allen, who's played, you know, he's been able to mess with him a decent amount in his career. So, uh, Chris, do you have any leans here? Would you rather, would you lay the wood? Would you bet the dog? What are you thinking here? What do you think Den's going to be on here? You think Dan's yeah, gonna be? I that's mean, a good question. I don't know if he'll he'll flip. He was on the Bills last time and they fucked him. He was on uh, and the Pats got him. I'm thinking maybe he'll go with the Pats again. Go okay. Well, they did handle business last time. Now I've only got to lay the short number at home. I'm inclined to look at the Bills as well. Again, we love short road dogs. We love um, you know short road dogs. division dogs. Um, yeah. And then, like you said, Josh Allen, his record as a, as a road dog. So all that adds up. And you got to think the Bills are just going to be feisty as can be. They saw how the Pats beat him in the run game. And, you know, <laughs> Mac Jones throws three times. So now people are going to maybe say, oh, they didn't even show what Mac Jones can do last game. Now they're going to maybe do some more aerial attack. I'm not buying it. So I'll, I'll probably take a shot on the, the Bills. 
but you know he's gonna see that the Patriots just got their asses beat last weekend too. So I don't know, man. It's it's kind of a mind fuck. I I, I feel like he'll just say fuck it and lay the points, but I mean, I guess only time will tell. And hopefully well, he's ca- catching L- catching L's at that point. Holy shit. We'll see also because it is a 10 a.m. game, right? So we'll see if he even touches it. I thought I was more of a – so we'll see when he does or neglect. Yeah. All right. I got one more here, guys. Uh, our boy Dak Prescott. He's played in 29 division games. How many of those do you guys think he covered the spread in? I'm gonna go. I why do I? I have a feeling this is high. Like it's gonna be like twenty. Chris, do you have a guess? On what? Sorry, I kind of. Dak Prescott, division ATS. He's played 29 division games. How many of those does he cover the spread? Ooh, I want to say he's pretty. He's pretty good. I mean, they just handled the Washington and Washington, and he just handled. Cal, you know, he always beats the Giants. Uh, I'd say 20, 21. That is a very good guess, Chris. It is exactly 21 games he's covered the spread, which Holy is 72%. 72%. That's pretty fucking decent, right? <laughs> well, yeah, very I, remember that, I remember that narrative. I think wasn't that the whole thing with Dak was that he was able to beat the beat up on the nfc east but anytime he left the nfc east that's when he struggled yeah he's under 500 ats i i i don't i didn't write the numbers down but i do know he's significantly shittier playing anybody else out of division ats but this is a big number i mean 10 and a half plus washington's played yesterday so they're going to be coming off a short week i mean with who knows what at quarterback and yeah. <laughs> right. Heineken at quarterback, maybe. We'll see. Gilbert looked decent, you know, he looked fine, but uh, we'll see uh, how it works. Yeah, it's, it's hard to couple double digits, you know, back to back. They just went into New York. From my dad, from really wanted that back door for me, but uh, they left Glennon, the, the weird neck dude, in a little too long and. <laughs> Giants couldn't backdoor it last week. So Glennon. <laughs> I'll, uh, dude, uh, the one video, I'm sure you guys have seen it on uh, Twitter that I'll always remember of Jake Fromm was when he was dropping back in the national championship and he flipped the ball in his hand like two or three times. You guys ever see that shit? If not, you need to look it up. It looks pretty sick. It was probably <laughs> one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It went viral for a couple of days. Fromm's yeah. dad. From is a dad, and his mom is an absolute smoke show. If you guys haven't seen that either, you need to look that up. I remember that from the draft, right? Because he was he was at home during the draft, right? Yes, that's what I needed to bring this up on the pod too. Because Riley, so we were in Laguna, we took our ladies to Laguna to rage, and we're watching, you know, all the fade dens and shit. And he's like, I was like, what took so long to get Glennon out? And right, he he like completes his first like three throws, and he's like getting down the field to go back door and Riley's like yeah not only does he look better or like on his throws he's way hotter than Glennon too <laughs> it's like yeah dude play the hot quarterback <laughs> play the hot so that if that's the case then I mean Jimmy G <laughs> he's the top three quarterback in the NFL right <laughs> 
Who do you got? Yeah, Tom Brady's got to be number one, right? Rogers before he looked all hash. I I don't know. I don't. I think Rogers is decent, but he's not an upper echelon <laughs> looking guy. Tannehill, Tannehill's up there, no? No, he's a fucking ginger. Fuck him. Tannehill <laughs> isn't he a ginger? That's, that's why is Riley ginger, says I'm more I'm more Tannehill ball? than uh, Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doesn't he have a bunch of frecks too? Yeah, we can't have that. Like he's, I feel like either Ginger or Freckles eliminates you. Um, Danny, Jer- he looked sharp in his in his uh, suit after his post, <laughs> although he and lost. But, you know. Jared and I used to have this debate on whether or not we think Andy Dalton has good hair, and I always said fuck no because of the color, just because the color. Yeah, yeah, but he's got a decent he does, hair piece. But he's got a nice piece. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> Chris hates Roger's uh, John Wick look, which is, I think is pretty <laughs> fucking funny. Oh, Burrow's got to be up there. Burrow, yeah. yeah. Dude, Bur- Burrow, has, Burrow has a nice cock, for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Forget about his face. Let's go down to the lower half for Joe. Oh, man. Uh, getting yeah. off the rails here. I love it. All right, boys. Let's move on here. Uh, you know I can't host a podcast and not talk some shit about Big Ben's fat ass in the Steelers. <laughs> KC laying a touchdown at home. Anybody uh, going to grab those points? I don't know. I I, I heard some – the line's coming down. Are uh, the KC, are they dealing with some, some COVID things all of a sudden? Oh, yeah, it's like Kelsey yeah, but, and someone else. Yeah, Kelsey and Hill right now. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. you know overreaction we'll see you i i I more lean towards fading the overreaction just because i mean dude andy reed speaking of good-looking head coaches like cliff kingsbury (laughs) (laughs) andy reed (laughs) that dude can scheme some shit up actually is andy reed a chinch i think he is yeah i think so he's acceptable though because he's a fat fuck i love that he's he's a graying ginch now (laughs) (laughs) he's old (laughs) Oh shit. Um uh, anyways, I think Patrick Mahomes is gonna be able to cover up a lot of those, you know, missing guys. And Re- Andy Reid will scheme some motherfuckers open. So just like we we've, we've had success fading the injuries this season, especially in the circuit contest, um, at quarterback, like I don't know, man. I think I don't are the, the Steelers the question, gonna be able to keep up. Yeah. So Joe, I think the question that I would ask that I would ask you to that is we is there a difference between whether or not you know that the, that the injuries are, are there and guys aren't playing versus whether it happens in game? Cause I think like we all just came off seeing what Tampa Bay did or should I should say didn't do after, <laughs> yeah. you know, Evans goes down Fournette out, you know, they already don't have bell Godwin out. Like by the end of the game, I don't like, I don't know. I didn't know who was catching the football for that team. Like, so do you think, you know, do we fade the news if we know it? Because, again, I think there is a lot to the say. And I think we came around with quarterbacks that if you get reps all week, like you can find out for a game of what guys can do and sort of game plan to that. And certainly Andy Reid's that good of a coach. But, like, mm-hmm. I mean, Tampa Bay put up zero points. Yeah. That was that was shocking. And, and like you said, uh, it's hard because of the injuries, the COVID. Tom, I mean, it just goes to show you that even if you're a god like Tom Brady, if you don't have your top, you know, receivers, running backs, 
year. I mean, it's going to be tough to move the fucking ball. And that's not to say the state, the Saints have a good defense, man, and they have a, they've been able to yeah. shut Brady down regardless. So, um, I just, I don't know, boys. I don't know. I, I'm surprised that this line is seven. I thought it was going to be like four. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Especially because like, lately KC was playing, like when they when they played the Raiders, it, that one was what ten, or was that one like eight? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, we're getting. I think it was like nine and a half or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Broncos, I checked, was eight. Like, how much better are the Broncos, or how much better are the Steelers than the Broncos or Raiders? I mean, obviously they're a better team, better record, but I. To give the Steelers seven and a half points, I, I feel like it's disrespectful to the Steelers. Even though I'm still going to lay the fucking it, wood. Didn't it open nine and a half or ten though? And it's come down a few because of the injury uh, news. So you could some some would argue, well, when is when is the when do you pull the trigger on KC? You know, right? Yeah, but it's just you know it's just shocking that the the Steelers aren't getting as much respect. So. You know, I've been down on the Steelers, low on them all season, and I think this kind of just shows that the books are also feeling the same way that the Steelers aren't as good. I mean, fuck, dude, they should not. They, if you watch any Steelers game, you just can see that like this is not a good football team. According to, I don't know what you guys have. According to covers, the actions on like over sixty something percent on the Steelers, so they're thinking that that's too many points as well. I don't know. Yeah. What you- I'll check, double-check. Oh, action right now, I have 54% of the bets on KC, but 90% of the money. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. so that's huge. So this is kind of a mind fuck. I guess we'll, it's hard to fire. I mean, it's not, some, nothing I'm going to fire early just because of the COVID news, but something to keep an eye on, I guess. All right, so we're getting to the end here, guys. Chris, make your Cooper Cup MVP argument for me. I heard one today that was a really good one uh, that said if you go with – they were arguing outstanding player like offensive MVP and then uh, MVP in general, and they're saying you could give the offensive to Rodgers and the MVP just because the Woods, they made the argument that Woods going down and now Cooper's really carrying it on. He's got two defenders on him and his yards after catch and all the catches and touchdowns, and it's just – like I made the case to you guys before, it's, it's a game in and game out. It's not like he shows up for one game and then takes a game off. Shows up for one game, he's like consistently 100, 100, 100, touchdown, two touchdowns, and prime time doesn't matter when, where, on the road, home. And so that's uh, why. But I'm, I, don't, I don't care if he wins or not. I'm just glad that, you know, follow the money, shout out. They're awesome. They told us to hammer it. When I got it, I got it up 125 to 1, and now it's down to 12 to 1. So I'm, I'm you know, just glad that he's even there talking about him in this race and i think if he can keep doing it and the rams can win out and maybe the packers and bucks slip up maybe they will give him a shot who knows well they do give out an offensive player of the year don't they yeah i don't know i, I don't think i i don't know if you can bet on that i wish i could have bet on that instead of the mvp because wide receivers get fucked but uh whatever i feel bad for our dad derrick henry that motherfucker would have dude if he would have kept up his pace i think he gets mvp yeah, yeah, Henry. I mean, even Taylor, they're saying neck and neck because Taylor's putting together an unbelievable year. 125 to 1. Ruth's Chris if you win, right? Ruth's Chris. My only regret's not doing 100 to win 12 Gs. I did 
55 doing almost seven grand, but that's enough to let my dad's get a nice fillet and a nice bottle of red. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we'd go buck wild there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna regret he's gonna regret this. Yeah, uh yeah, yeah, I end up spending all my winnings at that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like the bill's gonna the bill's gonna come and it's gonna be like forty eight hundred plus like <laughs> plus like seven hundred dollars in like breakage fees just from us watching a game and like we get backdoored and Kyle throws something. <laughs> no, that we'd have like, sir, you can't have uh your gigantic iPad set up on your table watching <laughs> a college basketball game in the middle of our restaurant. <laughs> Right. Oh, shit. All right. Now, I just got something I'm very disappointed in my dad's, and that is how in the fuck did all you pussies not have the Texans against the Jags last week? Did you? Of course. Okay. Well, you're more of a dad than us. I just, I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm just shocked. I'm just shocked. We talk about two shit teams take the points, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is two shit teams take the points. And, the Jags are every bit of dog shit as we knew they were going to be. That's hilarious. I was, that yeah. game was disgusting. I was, I was watching that in parts, and I was just like, oh, my. I, I realized very early on that – because I, I didn't take it, but I remember I, I bet Jags three and a half as soon as Urban got kicked out. Um, so I lost money on that one. I wasn't going to lay five and a half in the contest. But you got I realized, the, you got I the CLB trophy, Nate. Neil, Neil, you got yeah. the CLV trophy. I'm not out here hanging my hat on my CLV. <laughs> right. Trophy. Dave Sherapan, you could wipe your ass with CLV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, six CLVs. It's still a winner. Yeah, Dad, are you, are you yeah. proud of me? I got CLV. <laughs> Same thing with the uh, the Packers, right? It was five and a half oh, yeah. in the contest. Closes eight or nine. Win by one. Nice CLV. Yeah, sick. Yeah, and then we got Jacksonville catching one point at the Jets. You talk about two shit teams again. What are we doing here? Oh, man. I'm going to leave that one out because I don't know what the Moe's going to do. He's going to come out and play well one quarter and just blow up the other three. <laughs> the Moe. The battle for the first uh, pick, huh? <laughs> no shit. There oh, man. Detroit, with Detroit winning, yeah. Yeah, Detroit's dude. Detroit, Detroit's they 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 haven't been like they've blown out like what twice. Other than that, they've they've held their own all season. They've been in a lot of games. They, I mean, remember the miracle fucking field goal from the Ravens? Yeah. Well, no, Detroit Detroit's nine and five ATS this year. Yeah, that's sick. Lion cough. <laughs> definitely definitely right. against the spread. All right, well, let's get out of here, boys. I know Chris has got to get to work. And we have been waiting in diarrhea lately. <laughs> let's let's fucking end this, Chris. Can you just remind everybody what happens when Den's going to fire a square favor over this weekend? We're going to step in shit, and we've been definitely in the world's smelliest job recently. We need to tell that dude. That does that job. Say, come fade Dem with us. I'll show you how shitty it is. This is fade you.